end of our relationship. I hope you're listening. You say that you are everywhere, so I hope this is reaching you clearly. You know, I've been thinking about who you say you are to me and I have made a choice. And if you are wondering why I haven't consulted you, it's because this isn't about you, but it's about me looking out for myself because you was promised to look out for me failed. And so I'm doing what's best for me. This is the last time you see me here, the last time I'm having a conversation with you because I'm so tired of disappointments and unanswered prayers and so I'm done with you. You tell me to ask and I'll be given that if I knock the door will be open, that if I seek then I will find. But none of this is true because, you know what? I asked you to heal my aunt from cancer but she died after two months of diagnosis. My only sister has been seeking for a job but haven't found anything and she needs to feed her two only younger siblings because you, the so-called good God, has allowed death to rob them of their only parents in a car accident. You say you see everything being done and this makes me conclude that you are very ignorant or if you are not, explain this to me. How do you watch a six-year-old girl being molested by older men? How do you watch a 16-year-old being gang raped? How do you watch my sister being killed by her boyfriend and still do nothing? My sister has bleeding knees because she kneels and prays to you every day so you can restore her marriage, but it keeps getting worse and you couldn't even give her a child as a way to soothe her soul and ease her pain regardless of her fasting week in and week out. You say you are Jehovah Jireh, but what do you provide if you can't even provide a meal or even a blanket for an orphan that eats from dustbins and sleep under the bridge? You say we shouldn't worry because you will provide our daily needs and our daily bread, but maybe you need to rephrase that because all you provide are breadcrumbs once in a while or else explain to me how street kids that eat breadcrumbs once in two weeks have daily bread. You say you are the protector, but I just witnessed a car accident where everyone died. So where and who did you protect? You, God, did more damage than good. You took more than you gave. I bet this is how you reward someone for praising and worshiping you. So I'm tired of you and it's better we go our separate ways. Child. Be still, but still and know that I am God. I'm actually not surprised. I'm not disappointed in you. I'm not shocked you are angry at me. And I'm not even going to hold a grudge against you for all you said right now. I noticed all the changes. I see the way you look at me now. Canceling our meetings, blue ticking me on WhatsApp. Our relationship is not as intimate as it was. Our intimate conversations changed from three times a day to once a week on a Sunday during a church service and this is by luck because you serve in the ministry in church. I see it in your eyes. Your thoughts have wandered away from me. In fact, I don't even remember the last time we spoke for more than two minutes and yet you say it's my fault that we are done. 
You don't even get on your knees anymore. All you do is close your eyes for 30 seconds and ask for my will to be done. And 30 seconds is not enough time for my presence to settle in. So I start a conversation with you because you have limited our time together. No, it's not me. I'm not to be blamed because every time I try to talk to you, you are always in a hurry because you have a busy life and only have time for a quick prayer. And I cannot tell you all I want to tell you because your one minute quick prayer where you, you come so dignified doesn't allow me to. There isn't enough room for you and me at the altar of your heart or even in your life for me to take over and position you so we start moving because you are filled with so much anger, bitterness and lack of patience. Seek first the kingdom of God is what I said and my righteousness and everything will be added unto you. There is seek first my face before the works of my hand There is thirst and hunger first for me and my presence before the satisfaction I provide. There is friends before benefits, my daughter. I need you to trust me. I need you to have faith in me even if it's as little as a mustard seed. I need you to be as strong as Samson, have faith like Jacob's, have patience like Sarah's, have a prayer life like Hannah's. I need you to trust me. Remember the cross. That with it comes freedom, that with it comes redemption, with it comes clarity in version. Please remember the cross. What you are going through doesn't make you a victim, but you will emerge victorious because I'm not done with you yet. And greater is who that is in you than who that is in the world and who is with you as me. Whatever the devil has put your way to kill you won't kill you and whatever cannot kill you knows who you belong to and that's because before you were even conceived, I knew you. I knew you and I chose you right there and then appointed and anointed you as my own to come to this world to shake it up and be the light in every dark place because you, my child, are a shining star. But I need you to be patient. I need you to be patient because this is a race you run with the endurance I will provide you with. A race that will take time because your clock and mine don't tick at the same time. What you are in right now is the process because it's needed for the end result. It looks like a mess, but I'm busy molding it into a message for the world to see. So tell your story for my glory and in your weakness be strong, my child. And if today so happens to be the last day we talk, I want you to know that you can always count on me. My arms are wide open to receive you every day and I will always love you. And I will never abandon you. And though through the trials and tribulations, please know that my hand is with you. And even when you walk through the valley of shadow of death, there I will be with you, my son, my daughter. <laughs>